0: Good morning, KSL News. Time is 5.01. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Amanda Dixon, broadcasting live this morning from Grantsville High School in Tooele County. We're here as part of KSL in the community, and we'll be talking with students and teachers throughout the morning here. Our top story this morning, large-scale avalanche mitigation is taking place this morning in both of the Cottonwood Canyons, ahead of another big storm coming this weekend. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with details. Adam? Amanda, since last night, crews are working to control avalanche risk in Little Cottonwood Canyon and a bit of a rarity also in Big Cottonwood Canyon. They're doing this ahead of another major system coming this weekend that's expected to drop wet, heavy snow in the mountains and rain down here in the valleys. National Weather Service meteorologist Alex DeSmed says this is part of a system starting down in California but will make its way up here by this weekend. Then as we get into the weekend, specifically Friday and Saturday, we're looking at the remnants of an atmospheric river. Utah says both the Cottonwood Canyons will remain closed until about eight thirty this morning. Reporting live Adam Small KSL News Radio. North Ogden is following suit of other cities gearing up for potential flooding. Lots of snow means lots of runoff and this morning in North Ogden you can pick up sandbags for free or fill one up yourself to help mitigate flood damage. Experts say snow is getting piled up high, especially close to homes which can cause serious flooding. It's a good idea to make sure water and rain gutters is flowing away from the house. If you decide to grab a sandbag today, North Ogden officials say to bring your own shovel since there could be quite a few people lining up to get them. Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. Parts of California are bracing for the next round of severe weather. In the Sierra Nevada mountains, where they're still digging out from up to 15 feet of snow, forecasters expect heavy rain and more snow in higher elevations, this time with 100 mile per hour wind gusts. Officials near Lake Tahoe have this special announcement, warning residents to shovel off their roofs before the next storm moves in. The other big concern, the combination of rain and snowmelt unleashing extreme flooding. ABC's Liz Nagy reporting. Kevin Eubank's famous white snow coat has been getting a lot of use this winter, including an appearance last evening during Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news. It was the very first time host Jeff Kaplan can remember the daily in-studio visit he gets from Kevin Eubank, where Kevin was wearing that now famous snow coat. Kevin's been getting a lot of use out of that coat lately with very active winter weather season. He says it's a tradition that dates back to another legendary weatherman, his own father, Mark Eubank. He was wearing it one night and one of the local sportscasters named Bill Marcroft, who was in the market forever and ever, looked over to Mark and said, Hey, you know what? Every time you wear that light colored coat, it snows. And so something in my father's mind just kinda clicked and thought, Hey, wait a minute, what if I actually wear the coat when I think it's going to snow? And the rest is history. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Senator Mitch McConnell is in the hospital this morning. ABC's Lionel Moise reports. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's team says he tripped and fell during a private dinner at a Washington hotel. They aren't giving many details, but say he is receiving treatment at the hospital. McConnell is 81 years old. The Republican leader who overcame polio at a young age also suffered a fall in early August of 2019, where he fractured his shoulder. Earlier this year, he became the longest serving party leader in the history of the Senate. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. The head of rail company Norfolk Southern is set to appear on Capitol Hill today to answer questions about the company's practices following multiple train derailments. ABC's Mark Remillard. After two derailments in Ohio within five weeks, including the devastating one in East Palestine, the CEO of Norfolk Southern will appear before the Senate's Environment and Public Works Committee. ABC News has obtained a copy of the prepared remarks by CEO Alan Shaw, during which he apologizes for the impact the East Palestine derailment has had on nearby residents. He also vows to clean the site, quote, safely, thoroughly and with urgency. Shaw is likely to face tough questions about his company's safety record. Mark Remillard, ABC News. First Look Traffic takes us over to you, Andy Farnsworth. Amanda, we start off with some snow and wet road conditions. Not snowing heavily, but you will deal with wet roads most of the areas where you're driving in this morning. Up on the benches, including in the Salt Lake Valley and Davis County, you'll also see some snowy conditions on the roads going into Provo Canyon, uh, Parley's Canyon, and even Weber Canyon as we start things off. I-15 down between Far West and North Ogden. That stretch is uh, particularly slick right now. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Thank you, Andy. We'll check back in in a bit. We get another key read into the job sector this morning. This morning's jobless claims report may get more attention than usual because it's being released on the eve of an anticipated employment report. Economists are expecting the number of Americans who filed for benefits to tick up slightly from last week's seasonally adjusted 190,000 to about 195,000. That number is still consistent with steady hiring. On On News Radio, that's Daria Albinger from ABC reporting. Russia has unleashed a missile barrage targeting energy infrastructure across Ukraine. Some residential buildings were also hit with the death toll climbing. The now all-too-familiar cleanup after yet another devastating wave. It's the largest such attack in three weeks, around 90 missiles and drones by Ukraine's count. Air raid sirens wailed through the night across the country, including in the capital, Kiev, where explosions occurred in two western parts of the city. Power cuts reported yet again in numerous locations. Tom Rivers, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. Ongoing protests across France this morning over the government's proposal to raise the minimum retirement age from 62 to 64. ABC's Inez de la Quatera has more from Paris. With refinery deliveries suspended, electricity output reduced, and public transportation services disrupted, French unions continuing to protest the government's plan to reform pensions. Even those who haven't yet joined the labor market are getting involved, with students planning to block access to some universities and high schools on Thursday. French President Macron argues the changes are necessary to keep the public pension system financially stable since people are living longer. Inez as la Quatera, ABC News, Paris. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.